Hey everybody, this is Alex from the Equity Crew. A little bit of news for you today. Uh, recently, Danny Crichton and I had a chat with Hunter Walk. Now, Hunter Walk is over at Homebrew. Homebrew is a seed stage firm, and they're kind of best known for putting money into Plaid, Chime, and a bunch of other successes. Now, the chat itself was on Extra Crunch, but what I've done is negotiate to take a big chunk of it and put it in front of the paywall here for y'all. And I wanted to bring this out and kind of over to you because Hunter talked about TAM or total addressable market in a way that I found surprising. So here's the thing. When I first learned about venture capital, uh, TAM was considered to be kind of a, a bedrock need to have for any startup trying to raise money. And the idea was the more TAM you had, the bigger market you could show VCs, the bigger growth potential you had, and the more attractive you were as a company. So, you know, Two startups, everything else held equal. One has TAM of a billion dollars. One has TAM of 10 billion. The second one will be more attractive. Now, Hunter didn't really agree with that. He said that TAM is kind of dumb because often a company will go in and essentially make their own market or unlock a lot of spend that wasn't otherwise available. And that struck me as correct. But I wanted you to hear it from the horse's mouth, as it were, because it's a really radical way to think about how to do a pitch deck and how to think about startup markets. So anyways, this is worth your time. It's a couple minutes long. Enjoy it. Talk to you on the other side. Bye. So I love when there's a big problem and a small TAM, right? So I think TAM is... The TAM slide in the deck, which usually comes somewhere around slide six or seven, is the dumbest slide in the deck. It's essentially a litmus test that says, can you show me a number that has you know, a, a billion you know, somewhere? But, and it leads people to say things like, well, construction is a $7 trillion industry. Like, so what? Like, tell me about you know, what problem you're going to solve. Uh, one of our best investments so far in Fund One, in terms of what it's already returned, was a company called Building Connected, uh, construction SaaS. Mm -hmm. uh, Non-traditional founders didn't come from Stanford, didn't work at Facebook. It was actually a cold email that led to the relationship. Uh, they eventually uh, exited to Autodesk for about $275 million cash so after raising two round, uh, Series B. So it worked out great for everybody. Um, their slide said, you know, construction is a $7 trillion business. I was like, well, okay, I don't care about that. The problem you're solving What's the, you know, how much are people spending on that software now? And you know what they said? A hundred million dollars. Pretty small. Uh, yeah. So I think a lot of investors would kind of shut down at that point and be like, ah, too small, you know, not like, what's that? If you get 50% of it, you're a $50 million business. That's not venture scale. But like, I was curious. I'm like, well, why is it only a hundred million dollars? You know, if you're in, if you think this business is going to be so important, they said, well, because that hundred million dollars represents about a tenth of a percent of the problem value, a, a tenth of a hundred of a percent of the problem value, because mm -hmm. that hundred million dollars is being spent on ten to fifteen-year-old enterprise software that's really bad, and everybody else is using fax, email, mm -hmm. telephone, you know. And so we think if we can actually solve this problem, it's a multi-billion-dollar problem that's just not yet represented by the by the actual spend. So when I hear that, I lean in, right? And so I think we're comfortable with, with that. Um, I think mission-driven founders really matter to us. And what that means to us is they've got an interest in solving this problem beyond the net present value of you know, what, an, what an outcome might be or independent of what venture believes you know, about whether their industry is cool or not. They didn't wake up last night and, uh, and just all of a sudden decide to build a drone company. Um, and the one last thing I'll say is, uh, 
you know, and we think of that as founder market fit, maybe, which I think matters even more than product market fit, you know, from an earlier stage. Um, and the last thing is, I, I think ap attitude matters as much as aptitude sometimes. So grit, resilience, like, you know, it's, what is it, the Mike Tyson line, you know, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face, right? Yeah. Building an early stage startup, you get punched in the face almost daily. And so if, if you're not able to pick yourself back up, if you don't believe that what you're doing is really important, and so it's almost your obligation to the world <laughs> to kind of get back up, and if you haven't been thinking about this problem deeply so that you're not kind of flummoxed the first time one of your hypotheses turns out to have been wrong and you have to like take a step backwards and reroute around that, you know, you're probably not going to be durable enough to build a substantial business. And so we think about all of those things. Um, so those are the types of, you know, sort of founders slash problems we look for. Certainly there's industries that I think fund over fund over fund we've gone deep in, fintech financial services, mm -hmm. you know, horizontal vertical SaaS slash future of work, marketplaces. Um, but we get pulled into the future by founders. You know, we're, we're never going to uh, come up with an idea and then try to find a team that, you know, sort of fits into our puzzle. We're going to have notions of the way the world should work or the, or the way we think the world is going to work. Um, but then I want to be schooled. You know, I want to be schooled by the smartest founders. That's the segment, everybody. Thank you for listening in. I hope that was useful. Uh, I found it personally pretty enlightening. Now you can find the post on TC if you'd like. It's in my author archive, Alex Wilhelm, or Chris put the URL in the show notes. So take a peek there. Anyways, no matter what, we'll see you Friday morning. Talk soon.